Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's show. Remember, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. You can find me on Facebook, the Jesus Show, not that one. You can find me on TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one. YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show, not or I'm sorry. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. Uh, I'm on time this week. Are you surprised? Yeah, so am I. Um, yesterday was nine years ago. Yesterday was when Luca was born. Um, and it's always it's always a somber time for us um well not just somber it's i don't know it's uh i think about aj and megan and what their family has had to go through But then I've also seen how they've come out of that and how they've grown their family, which is not only very exciting to see, but I'm happy for them. We are happy for them. Um, yesterday I was uh, thinking about Luca. Like I always do, I have his, you know, his tattoo right there. So I'm always, always thinking about him. And that's why I'm wearing the shirt today. But last night, I was going to bed and the baby cried. And normally, when the baby cries now, we don't automatically run into the room because he's a little older. And for the most part, he'll cry for about two to four minutes. And it's not like crying, crying. He's like, eh. He'll cry for a little bit, and then he passes back out. And then that's about all. Um, but yeah, last night, he made some noise, and I ran into the room. And I was holding him extra tight. Um, and I was, uh, I was talking, um, with Luca, just kind of, yeah, just talking to him. Um, but yeah, just wanted to start the show off with recognizing, uh, that Luca would have been nine years old yesterday and his parents think about him, his family thinks about him all the time, and so do we. Uh, so, Luca, we love you. All right. Have you ever been told that when you look at people, you look through them? Has anybody ever told you, not only do you look through them, but you make them feel as if they're not, like you make them feel invisible. Has anybody ever told you that? Many people have told me that. And each time I've been told that, I say, oh my God, thank you. That's probably one of the nicest things somebody can say. They're not telling me that as a compliment. Absolutely not. But I take it as a compliment. And I'm going to give you two recent examples. The first one I was at I was at the Y here in town. There was a lady she was trying to this older older lady she was trying to get my attention. And when I'm when I'm at the gym, when I'm out, whether it's at the gym, the grocery store, anywhere just out. When I hear people say my name, 
when I see people waving at me, when I see somebody trying to maybe get my attention, I never think they're talking to me. I never think they're trying to get my attention. I never think that they're saying my name. I can hear somebody say, hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. I'll just, I don't pay attention. Because I think to myself, I've always thought to myself, they're, they're not talking to me. They can't be talking to me. What was particularly funny about this interaction was I'm at a machine where right behind me is a big window so you can see outside. There's nobody behind me. The only person that this lady was trying to get their attention was me. But when I'm at the gym, I'm very focused. Very focused. I have my headphones. And it also didn't help that she tried getting my attention during my set. Doing my calf extensions. And I'm, I'm in the middle of doing the workout. Doing the exercise. And she's trying to get my attention. And in my head, I'm like... When I realized what she was trying to do and that it was to me, I thought, why would you do it then? Like, that's, that's weird. Whatever. So she asks me, you know, how many sets do you have? And I go, oh, I have two more. And then she doesn't say anything else. And then, you know, I finish. And then when I'm finished, I get up and I kind of scan the area real quick because I think to myself, oh, this lady wanted to jump in on the machine. I'm assuming I see her and I go, Oh, Hey, I'm done. It's all yours now. She says, you know, I tried getting your attention for a while. I went, okay. She's like, and you looked at me, you looked right at me. You looked into my eyes and you made me feel like I was invisible. And I said, Oh my God, thank you very much. I go, that's very sweet of you to say, I go, that's, that's what I'm trying to go for. Have a good workout. And I continue to walk away. <laughs> this lady looked confused. Like, huh? I'm sure in her head, she probably thought, I wasn't giving you a compliment. I know she wasn't give me, giving me a compliment. I know that. But I take that as a compliment because that's how I mean when I look at people, especially people that I have no interest in having any kind of interaction with. Friends, family, people I know, very different. If I don't know you and you're just some random person and you're trying to like talk to me or something, I'm like, nope. My last trip, I was, you know, I was doing the trip and a passenger said, I've been trying, this was a passenger in the terminal, not on the plane. They said, I've been trying to get your attention for the last 15 minutes. And a couple of times you were looking directly at me. And it's like you were looking through my soul. And it, it's, it's, it's if I was invisible. And I went, same thing. I was like, oh my God, thank you for saying that. That's very sweet of you. Um, thank you. And they... <laughs> Same thing, the guy was like, oh. He didn't even ask whatever he was going to ask me because then I just walked away. I was like, yeah, okay. But apparently I can look through people's souls and make people think as if they're invisible. And to that, I tip my cat and say, that's exactly what I'm trying to go for. So you are quite welcome. Have you guys seen the new Barbie movie? I haven't. I want to see it. My friend Mike has seen the movie, I believe, three or four times already. And when it comes to movies, Mike has given me some recommend, re recommendations. He has said, you know, watch this movie, watch this movie. Watch this movie because... Watch that movie because if there's a movie, uh, a new movie that comes out, 
sometimes I'll reach out to him and I go, hey, what do you think of, have you seen it? What are your thoughts? Sometimes I will see the movie. I know he watched the movie and then we'll have a discussion about the movie. I take Mike's advice and recommendations about movies very seriously and I highly respect his opinions and thoughts. Because Mike has seen the Barbie movie through three and or four times, three or four times, he has said that he really likes the movie. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. I haven't seen it because when Allie and I are here at home, you know, we have the baby and I don't necessarily like to leave him because I think, well, if we're both home, there's no reason for us to not be with him. There's been a few times where we've left him alone. Uh, there's been times where, you know, I've, Allie works at one of the bars out here from time to time. There's times where I go over to the bar and I've hung out with Allie while she's at work and I'll like, you know, sit at the bar, just chill, watch whatever sports. That's not really hanging out though because she's working, but it's, it's just kind of cool to, you know, she's working and I'm like, oh, let me go be around her. Pops is, you know, stay with the baby while he's sleeping. You know, I'll go for an hour or two. Just recently, her and I went on a date to Hooters to have some delicious buffalo shrimp. If you haven't had the buffalo shrimp, you should go to Hooters and have the buffalo shrimp because it is delicious. Now, it's only delicious if you like shrimp. If you think shrimp is gross, then you will not like the buffalo shrimp because the main ingredient in the buffalo shrimp is that's right buffalo buffalo shrimp no wait let me try that again that was weird not buffalo shrimp no 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 the main ingredient is shrimp there we go i got it right that time so again if you don't like shrimp you're not going to like the buffalo shrimp so we went out on a date but before that, mom and pops took the baby. I think they took them to Target or something, wherever they went shopping. And then they went to, <laughs> they went to Olive Garden and they took the baby and they said he ate everything. He ate some eggplant, he ate some um, pasta or some spaghetti. I think he ate something else. He ate a bunch of breadsticks. So little man can eat. He's definitely my son. With that being said, we normally just don't ask like, hey, can you watch the baby? We're going to go out and do this or do that. Because again, I don't, like I want him around. I want to be around with him. So leaving him and then going to watch a movie is something we haven't tried yet. Number one. Number two, I could watch the movie on a layover because if I have a long layover and there's a movie theater that's somewhat close. I can walk to it and enjoy the movie and come back, but I haven't. So as of today that you're watching and or listening, I still haven't watched the Barbie movie. Now, with that being said, I don't understand why there's conservative men, and I use that word very loosely with them, conservative men who are very upset at the Barbie movie. I don't understand. I've heard some of the arguments and the arguments sound, they sound like they have an extra chromosome. Yeah, that word. Makes no sense. From what I gather, the movie 
is like woman positive, right? And for some reason that makes their insides feel bad <laughs> for some fucking reason. I don't know. I don't under I don't understand. I'm trying to think. There's never been a, a movie that I've watched that has made me go. I'm offended. I didn't like it. First off, if you're offended by the movie, you could walk out. And I'm, I'm, if, if the movie starts offending you, you can walk out of the movie in that instance and go talk to a manager at the movie theater and say, hey, that movie's really not my cup of tea. I thought it would be, but mm, it's not chill. I don't like it. May I get my money back? Can I get a ticket to see something else perhaps? And I'm sure they will facilitate that because I've heard that. I've heard uh, very few people, but I've heard some people do that and they've been accommodated because of that. But to watch the movie, be offended and or hurt over it and then get on social media or go on a quote-unquote news channel, which is not a news channel. I'm talking about Fox. That's an entertainment channel. That's not a news channel. Let's be, let's be honest. They got sued for lying. And not just lying. They lied about a very big, important thing. And in a court of law, they said, we lied. Here's a, a lot of millions of dollars because we lied. So. But then to go on that entertainment show and go, hmm, my feelings are hurt because it makes no sense to me. First off, it's a movie, right? It's make-believe. It's pretend. Barbie, as, as far as I know, Barbie is not based off true events or true characters. Barbie doesn't have a vagina. I've checked. When I was a kid, I was like, does she have? No. No vagina. It's smooth there. On the back, there's no butthole. There's not even cheeks. There's just a little line. And the boobs, there's not nipples. It's just plastic mounds. Barbie isn't real. The movie about Barbie is make-believe. It's pretend. It's not real. Yet these men, sounds like fucking pussies to me, are getting upset over the Barbie movie? Two things. First off, you're fucking stupid for getting upset over a movie. One. Number two, you clearly don't have enough going on in your life that that is where your energy is focused on. Hmm. It upset me. You could be upset about something and then go, I'm upset. Why did it upset me? Eh, whatever. And then move on. That's what I normally do. But to like burn a Barbie, like you had to go buy the Barbie, right? So you, you drove to the store, you found the Barbie. I don't know how you picked the one, but you picked one. Maybe you even picked two. Then you bought them, meaning you spent your money on something that you don't like, apparently. Then to make a video of burning the plastic doll because you're so hurt over it. 
that maybe the reason why I said you bought two is maybe because the first take didn't go as planned. So you're like, fuck, I already burned this one. Let's get the new one. Take two. Then you burned that Barbie. And then you had to put the fire out. And then you threw it away. Well, guess what? Again, number one, all that shit's fake. So, not sure why you're upset. Because you're, I mean, you're stupid. And you already spend your money on the Barbie. You can do whatever you want with it now. Burn it. Put it up your butthole. Put it in your mouth. Put it on a rocket. Try to send it to the moon. I think Mattel is, is the company that makes them. They don't give three shits what you do with it. You already, you, you, you bought it. That's all they care about. You bought it. So if you think about it, Mattel's a smart one. Because they pissed you off just enough that you went to go buy that stupid shit. So congratulations. You played yourself. You fucking dummy. So we live in Crown Point, Indiana. Excuse me. It's a smaller town, but it's not a rural town, right? There's rural places just outside if you like drive a little bit more that way or that way but here where we live in crown point um it's not rural but it's definitely definitely not la or even chicago it's not a big big city Right in front of me, just outside the house, is a major street. At the end of this, not at the end of the street, but at the next light, which is right, right over here, there's a house over here on the left. They have a sign in their driveway. Because their driveway, like if two cars come to the light, that third car is blocking their driveway, right? Coming this way, so that house is, so we're on this street. The house I just told you about is on this street, so it's at the intersection. It's right there at the corner. This other house that has maybe four cars, so the fifth car would be blocking their driveway. They also have a sign that says, do not block the driveway. And to that, I say, go fuck yourselves. The reason why I say that is because these people bought their house. Now, to be fair, I don't know when these people bought their house. But from my understanding, these two roads that they live on have always been there. Now, have they always been as busy as they are now? Probably not. I don't know that. But the people that live there put a sign that says, do not block the driveway. And every time I drive up to, to that intersection and I'm at either point going that way or this way, I think to myself, I'm going to block the driveway because there's no need for me not to block the driveway. They're not a police station, not a hospital not a fire department. They're nothing important other than a residence, right? The thing that irritates me about those signs, signs like that, is what these people want 
is for everyone to accommodate their shitty decision making. Meaning, what I mean by that is, you bought a house near an intersection, a busy intersection for that matter. Fucking deal with it. If, 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 it, if it upsets you that much that people are blocking your driveway, move. Or if you can't move, you just, you have to deal with it. Because you not wanting people to, and again, this is a want, not a need. You don't want people to block your driveway. Your want doesn't supersede everybody else, right? If I block the driveway, I'm trying to get closer to the light. So perhaps I can make the, that light if it's safe. And maybe if I'm blocking the driveway, maybe another car behind me, maybe they can go on that same light safely as well but if i'm now abiding by this made-up rule that the homeowners have tried to put out there i think it's stupid because it's not a law it doesn't say you know no blocking driveway it's not a city law it's not a any, it's not a law. It's just people going, don't block my driveway. And the times that I've blocked the driveway, and yes, I've done it on purpose. I so badly, so badly want somebody to come out and tell me. I want them to tell me something. Because I do, I do like confrontation. I know a lot of people, I don't like confrontation. Let me tell you, I love confrontation. As I get older, as I have more confrontations, I have gotten better at confrontation. When there is a chance of any kind of confrontation, I try to take that chance because then I go, oh, maybe I can hone my skills even more. Who knows? So I, I every time, every time, I'm like, oh, please say something. Please say something. Because I want them to go, how dare you? In my head, it's going to go like, how dare you block my driveway? And then I'll say, how dare you be dumb enough to think that we're all supposed to listen to your fucking stupid sign? Go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's the same thing when I see people that put... Now, putting out the sign that says, children at, like, caution, children at play... That's different from when I've seen people putting out the sign and then people going out there and then yelling at cars for going fast. Because I think to myself, yes, do you want people to be careful around your neighborhood? Yeah, of course. Do you want them to be driving erratically and at high speeds? Of course not. But that's the risk we take with living in a society where not everybody is very smart. So if you're going to count on, which I've seen, if you're going to count on as a parent, I'm going to put a sign out that says caution, children at play, and then go inside and do whatever it is that I'm going to do, not paying attention to my kids, and then said kids get hurt because a car perhaps hit them or there's commotion because a car almost runs them over and then you come out and then you start yelling at the driver how dare you you need to you need to be careful because my kids are outside yeah no go fuck yourself you should be outside monitoring your kids make sure your kids are playing out and back Especially if they have a backyard or, I don't know, get your lazy ass up and take them to a fucking park where there's no cars. I don't, like, 
it go to me i see it as you're making a you problem on everybody else's problem and it doesn't have to be that way your problem you can solve there's solutions to your your problem i don't have to fix your fucking problem and i have my own problems so i'm no in situations like that i'm like uh, no f- fuck you fuck off yeah have you guys ever been to sacramento sacramento california no maybe maybe not okay if you guys happen to find yourself in Sacramento, downtown Sacramento, to be exact, and you're walking around and you're like, oh, you know, I'm having a great time in Sacramento, downtown Sacramento, California. And you happen to go, oh man, I'm hungry right now. Where should we eat? Also, just to let you know, this is not a paid advertisement for this place. This place is so good, and I've been there many times that I want to tell you guys about it in hopes that even one person goes to visit this place. Again, if you're ever in Sacramento, California, downtown Sacramento, California, to be exact, and you're hungry, and you like chicken, and you like fries and or tots, there's a place called Kiki's Chicken Place in Sacramento, California, downtown Sacramento, California. It is so amazing. They do, you can pick fries or tots, and then they put, they chop up some breaded chicken. I'm going to show you a picture. They put some cheese on it, they put, do I have the picture? I think I, oh, okay, oh, oh, I think I, yeah. They put some chicken, fries or tots. They put some cheese, buffalo sauce, and ranch. Looks like this. I don't know if I can. It's amazing. It's amazing. You can get the Kiki's fries or the Kiki's tots. From my understanding, it's locally owned. And it is amazing. And every time I've been in there, the staff is super, super nice. The last two times, I do regret it because the last two times I've gotten the medium instead of the large. And every time I get the medium and I finish it because... I see the large and it's, it's, it's a large plate. Every time I've had it, I'm like, I'm taking it to go. But every time I go, well, how big is the large? And they show me, I go, mm, I don't know. It seems like a little much. I'll get the medium. And then I have the medium and then it's never enough. Never enough. Mark my words. The next time I go to Kiki's Chicken Place, in downtown Sacramento, California, I will be getting the large plate. And if you're ever in downtown Sacramento, California, go to Kiki's Chicken Place. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Like I said before, that was not a commercial. They did not pay me. They did not ask me. I just wanted to share uh, with you guys one of my favorite places to go. Very good. I was recently in Durango, Colorado, and I've, I've never been there before. In my head, I had this mountain town, very small town, like place in mind. And that's kind of what it was. 
but it was really cool. The night we got there, I get off the hotel van and you smell the pine in the air. And you're like, I was like, oh shit, it's like I'm camping. This is like, I'm in the woods. This is really cool. There was a river right behind the hotel. And I'm going up to my room and I see the fire extinguisher. Something I've never understood. When there's a fire, right? When there's a fire in a public place, um, you know, the doctors, grocery store, hotel, anywhere that's, you know, you're in public. I've never understood why it says break glass in an emergency. I've never understood that. So I'm, w- I'm waiting for the elevator to go up to my room. And I look at the fire extinguisher, you know, it says break glass in case of emergency. And it has a little tool that you could break the glass and then you're supposed to take the fire extinguisher out. But I thought to myself, does nobody think that this is stupid? In case of an emergency, in case of a fire, what you want me to do is you want me to create another hazard by breaking glass, right? Let's say whoever it is is frantically panicking, but they're like, but we have to get the fire extinguisher to try to stop the fire because it's little, but it could get big. Somebody breaks a glass and let's say they don't break all of the glass and I'm assuming this has happened before they reach in and they cut the, their, their hand ah they grab the fire extinguisher now they're bleeding and then you know they they get the fire and they're like, oh man but now they're gushing blood now there's glass everywhere Why does it have to be that way? I know people in general, I I think they can't be trusted. I believe if, I believe if, if you left the fire extinguishers without any kind of barrier or safeguard, perhaps, um, somebody would steal it. But also, who's stealing fire extinguishers? And do fire extinguishers really get stolen at such high rate that you need to put it behind glass? Here's a couple ideas. How about there is no glass, there is no door, but there is let's say a string around the middle of the fire extinguisher. And as you pull it, an alarm goes off, right? So if somebody were to steal it or move it on purpose, it like that alarm there goes off. So there's notice like, Hey, it's been pulled. The fire extinguisher is is not there anymore. But in an emergency, you have that. So then when, you know, the fire gets put out and everything's reset, then they go, okay, we need to replace that one because that one got used, right? So not only is it the alarm in an emergency, not only is it you can have easy access without creating another hazard, but now... Perhaps people that maybe the fire alarm hasn't gone off yet. Now you're alerting people. There, there's something's going on. People, what's going on? Oh, the fire extinguisher. Oh my God, is there a fire? And then, hey, fire, fire, fire. And then you, you get more people out of the building or whatever it is. And again, if somebody's going to steal it, 
Now they can go, oh, it was stolen from here. Let's check the cameras, see if we can find the person, right? That's one idea. And that one I just came up with right now. The other one is there's, there's just a door. There's a door and perhaps there's a seal on the door, a very, a flimsy seal enough that when you open the door, the seal will break. The seal indicating that it's like somebody has checked it, it's in working condition, and it's good. If the seal has been broken, then somebody go, hmm, like a maintenance person for the building or whatever goes, hmm, that's odd. There should be a seal. Let's check it out because it could mean that somebody fucked with it, right? That's one. Um, like things like that. Like why, I've never understood, like why have we all just been okay with, in case of an emergency, break glass? Why can't we change that? I don't know. Have you guys ever thought about that? I thought about it. The last thing I'm going to leave you with. Oh, classic Messi and oh, classic Miami. Do it again. I don't know if you guys saw. But last week was last week. I believe it was last week. Miami went to Cincinnati to play Cincinnati to see who's going to go to the uh, U.S. Open Cup final. Messi and company go to Cincinnati. Well, they go to Cincinnati, and I was in Wichita. I get back to my room on purpose when, when game time is because I wanted to see the, the, the game. Well, then I started recording. Because when I was trying to figure out how to watch it, I was like, oh no, you can't watch it. It's not on Apple TV. I went, well, that fucking sucks. So I wasn't able to watch the game so I can see, you know, uh, updates. So as I was recording, talking to you guys, I had my phone out and I was like watching, watching, watching. Well, Miami goes down 1-0. And then I think just after halftime, they went down 2-0. Whatever it was. You know what? I'm actually going to pull it up. So I'm not lying to you guys. Because I do not want to lie to you guys. Let's see. Let's see. Things that I should have done before the show started. Wow. Cool. Okay. Let's do this. Schedule. I'm on the MLS app. Okay, here we go. On the 23rd. On the 23rd. Yes, okay. Cincinnati took a 1-0 lead in the 18th minute. Then in the 53rd minute, they scored again. So now Miami's down 2-0. And I saw that update. I was like, oh, well, maybe the U.S. Open Cup just wasn't in the cards for them. They won the League's Cup. Good job. You guys made a great run. You did it. Well, the Messi gives Campana an assist off a free kick. Swings into the middle. Campana scores. Boom. All right. Well, then I see the scores 2-1 to one in the 89th minute. And I go, oh. well, I mean, they just couldn't do it. 97th minute, Messi to Campana. Campana heads it in again. Bah. Then it says final, or I should say, end of regulation, extra time. And I was like, oh, shit. They tied it to push it to extra time. Well, then... Josef Martinez scores in extra time in the 93rd minute. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to pull this off? Well, then Cincinnati scores in the 114th minute. And they go to penalties again. 
And I went, whoa, this is crazy. This is insane. This is crazy. Now, remember, I'm not watching the game. I'm only getting updates because I can't watch the game. And I see 1-1. One, one. And then 2-2. Two, two. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Then I see Cincinnati misses. And Kramaski, I think the kid's name is Kramaski. I think he's like 18 or 19. I believe he's an academy player for Miami. And he, what, I think he won them. He won the game for them in Dallas when they went to shootout. I believe he won the game for them in the League's Cup final, right? Did he? No, no, no. He didn't win him. He didn't win it in the League's Cup final for him. I think that was another penalty shootout that he like won it for them. And then Kramasi scored this one. So he's a young kid. He's doing very well. But it was just crazy that then I got, you know, final. Miami goes to the final. US Open Cup final. Five to three on PKs. And I went, holy shit. And so now they host Houston in Miami. So Houston versus Inter Miami for the US Open Cup final. I mean, come on. Ever since Messi has come over and started playing in MLS, it's... For those who know me, I love, love soccer. I'm very fortunate to have friends who are and or were professional soccer players. Not only to see them play on TV, but to see them play live. To see other games with them. Talk about it. Oh, man. I love it. It's the best. I love playing it. I love watching it. I love coaching it. Soccer is the best. And ever since 96, I've been watching MLS. But I feel now with Messi, there's a new excitement. Any, any fucking time he plays. Holy shit. If you haven't seen some of the goals that Messi has scored, I'd YouTube it. I post the goals that he has scored on my show Instagram and on my personal Instagram. And sometimes it's the same fucking thing. And people have said, why do you post it twice? Because I can. And I want to. So shut up. It's just amazing. And then now, some of these soccer correspondents are saying, well, I don't know if they get I don't know if Miami is going to be able to dig themselves out of the hole that they're in to get to the playoffs. I'm saying this right now. I don't see Miami going from last place to first place in the East. I don't see that happening. But I do think, I do believe that they have enough that they will make it to the playoffs. Even if it's in, what, I think the 10th place team makes it? Right? I'm checking, I'm checking. The ninth place team. So one through nine make it to the playoffs out of 14 in the West and 15 teams in the East. So right now Miami's in 14th place with 21 points. They need to make it to ninth place. So what? That's one, two, three, four, five. They have to move up five spots. I believe they can do it, especially with Messi. You have Messi, Busquets, and Jordi Alba. You got Joseph Martinez, you got Campana. 
I think you have another new kid. You have another, you know, you have Kramaski. You have, uh, I think the guy's name is George. I, I can't remember. I, I feel shitty for not knowing his name, but I think realistically, I think they can move to the seventh, the sixth or seventh spot. That's my prediction. But I'm saying for sure, for sure, they're going to make the playoffs. And I mean, I could be wrong because, you know, I don't know a lot. But that's, that's my belief. The way this team is playing, I feel like they're going to win the Open Cup. And then they're going to make a run at the playoffs. How they're going to pl- fare in the playoffs, I don't know. That's a whole different beast. But... I definitely see them making the playoffs. We'll have to wait, what, I think 11 more games? Yeah, about maybe 11, 12 weeks to see what happens. We'll see. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the show. And real quick, today, when the episode airs, I'm going live with my brother, on Instagram, and I have huge, huge news to share. 1 p.m. Western, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern. Watch it. Very huge news. Remember, guys, share, like, rate, and subscribe to The Jesus Show, not that one, And again, I want to thank you guys very much for watching and listening. I'll see you next week.